Good morning, 5 a.m. friends. It's Thursday, June 8th, and this is Lisa Chinati from up here in Boston, Massachusetts. If you know me, you know that I have two daughters. My youngest is about to be 17. She is a diehard Taylor Swift fan, or what's come to be known as a Swifty. So when the tickets to Taylor's current tour went on sale, my entire life revolved around being able to secure tickets to this once-in-a-lifetime event that Maya just absolutely needed to attend. I waited in a virtual queue online for hours. Literally, almost an entire business day was spent watching a ticker on my screen counting down the thousands of people who were in front of me, all the while wondering if there would be any tickets left by the time it was my turn. I then shelled out hundreds of dollars to buy obstructive view tickets for Maya and her five friends. Truth be told, it was hundreds of dollars per ticket, thousands of dollars for all six of them. Every single day, there was some sort of talk about this concert. Maya needed the perfect outfit designed around one very specific album. Each of the girls dressed according to the theme of their favorite album, of course. There were discussions about which merch they would buy, what the surprise songs would be the night they were there, and who would be the lucky fan that Taylor gave special attention to at the concert. Now, I love my kid. I love her dearly. But man, y'all have no idea how happy I was the day after that concert. I thought I would get a few months off from hearing about Taylor Swift. And then a text came through our family text message thread last week. It said simply, can we talk? And when your kid is at school and asks you to talk, you know they're about to hit you up for something. So we log on to a FaceTime, and we're not even 30 seconds into the call when the ask comes. Mom, you know how you let me go to Mexico last summer? Is there any chance you'd want to visit Mexico with me this summer? And for a fleeting moment, my mom heart is happy, thinking that my kid wants to spend some time with me. But Maya keeps talking in her now high-pitched and totally giddy teenage voice. Taylor Swift just announced that she's adding shows in Mexico, and oh my God, I want to go. Like, I really, really want to go. And I'm all like, how the heck does Taylor Swift build such a loyal following? She's giving us a master class in brand building. So grab your guitar or just your keen interest in a brand building strategy and let's dive into how to build a brand like the queen of reinvention herself, Taylor Swift. Now don't worry, this doesn't mean you have to start writing songs about your exes unless that's your thing, and in which case, go for it. What it does mean is learning from Taylor's strategic approach to brand building. After all, if she can shake off tabloid scandals and come back stronger, we can all definitely build a brand that's adored as a Swifties fan. So lesson one, embrace authenticity, the teardrops on my guitar approach. Remember when Taylor was the darling of country music, strumming her guitar and singing about high school love? She connected with her fans through authenticity. Her brand was her raw, honest storytelling. Similarly, your business should have a real genuine story that your customers can connect with. Your brand should be as authentic as Taylor's Southern Twang was back in her early days. Lesson two, adapt and evolve, the shake it off strategy. Taylor then pivoted from country to pop, shedding her country girl image for a more global appeal. It was risky, but she did it with grace and self-confidence that I admire and a catchy beat, of course. Similarly, don't be afraid to evolve your brand. Market trends change. 
customer preferences shift, and your brand should be able to shake it off and dance to a new beat when needed. Lesson three, turn setbacks into strengths, the reputation era. Remember when Taylor's reputation took a hit and she responded with an album aptly named Reputation, turning the whole situation to her advantage? That's the kind of comeback your brand should be capable of. So next time you face a setback, don't wallow in self-pity. Instead, release your own metaphorical reputation album and show the world that you're not just a survivor, you're a thriver. Lesson four, engage with your audience, the Swifty method. Nobody does fan engagement quite like Taylor Swift. She's known to respond to fans on social media, surprise them with gifts, and even invite them house or invite them to her house for an album listening party. Disclaimer, no one would want to eat anything I cook, so I'm not suggesting you invite your customers over for dinner, unless maybe your chef Paul's Weebin. The takeaway here is to simply engage with your customers. Make them feel valued, listened to, and a part of your brand's journey. Lesson five, stay true to your roots, the folklore philosophy. Even as Taylor experimented with her sound and image, she never abandoned her storytelling prowess, reminding us with albums like Folklore that she's still the same girl next door at heart. In the same way as your brand grows and evolves, never forget the core values that make your business unique. So get ready to strum the chords of your brand strategy. Hit the high notes of customer engagement and write the lyrics of your brand story. Here's to creating a brand that's as unforgettable and catchy as a Taylor Swift chorus. And when things get rough, just remember to shake it off, friends.